You're listening to Shift, Human First Financial Guidance with Ross Marino. Today, we are shifting the conversation with Julie and Courtney. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you, Ross? I'm excited. Glad to have you guys on the show. Looking forward to meeting you in San Antonio within a couple of months. I know we're going to talk about connecting with people, but you actually are going to talk about the theme of the conference and make it specific. The first question you said to me, Julie, was, why human first to begin with? Why is this evolution happening? How about you start with that? Absolutely. And I I have been pounding the table on this topic for more decades than I wish to admit I've been an adult. Um, But it's so exciting in the last few years to see it gaining so much traction. People, advisors, clients, um, team members, everyone, they want to know that you feel about them like they are a real valued person, right? Mutual respect, mutual engagement, um, trust, all of those things are super, super important. And if we don't provide them, statistics show now they're going to go find somebody who does. So human first, empathy, all of those fabulous words those are the things that we must integrate into our daily conversations, our daily communications, and that's what we're going to really focus on in in this time. And I know that's what the conference is focusing on, so it's fantastic. Now, I know that's important, but as most financial planners, I can tell you that I grew up as a technician, as a financial planner, a financial guy, I answer financial questions. I become numbers, efforts, right? sure. I love to do. I'd love to do all that stuff, and frankly, I'm comfortable answering those questions because I've done it for thirty plus years. I feel good about it. But some advisors, um, that that's their comfort zone. They're not necessarily comfortable shifting into that human first touch. So, you know, Courtney, you're an advisor. What do you think advisors can do if they're not comfortable, genuinely comfortable to go into those conversations? Right. I think the the first step is recognizing that you're not comfortable and, and just accepting that this is not in your wheelhouse right now. And that's a skill that you need to develop. And then the second step is looking for tools out there that are going to help you on this path of becoming, you know, a more empathetic advisor, maybe a better listener, um, better able to to have the kind of deeper, more difficult conversations with clients. Because oftentimes I find that a lot of the the really deep financial planning happens when you're not even talking about finances, right? You know, it's it's kind of that like in-between stuff where they where clients start to feel comfortable and then they throw something out there and you're like, oh, I didn't know that about your family, you know? Um and like, oh, that actually does have a financial impact. Um And so, you know, I think it's looking for the tools and there's so many good training opportunities now. And we're hearing, we'll hear about a lot of them at the conference and just going to conferences like this and then finding like-minded advisors as well can be really helpful. Well, another thing I'd love to add to that, if I may, is just is developing discovery questions that will resonate with the prospect or the client, (laughs) developing stories that will resonate with the prospect or the client that then they're like, oh, okay, you do get me. So what about some strategies for listening? Is there some tips you could give Julie? So me as an advisor, 
I know I need to listen and I know we need to take notes, but it, it's a little more than that, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I think it's it's a conscious conscious process of slowing down your mind and being present in the moment. So many of us were like, okay, we want to get to the performance or we want to get to this or we want to get to that. And we're not sitting and truly listening to what the client or prospect is saying. And so it's taking a breath, making sure that we're gathering that. If you can have somebody in the room with you taking notes, uh, reading the body language, you know, is what you're saying resonating with that, that pro the prospect or the client? Um, tag team it a little bit. Um, and another thing, too, is to go deeper, repeat back to the client. Okay, this is what I think I'm hearing you say. Am I accurate in my depiction of it, number one? And number two, ask the question, can you help me understand it and go a little deeper? So those are just a few ideas. And that's great when I'm sitting and meeting with someone. I, I certainly have to be present. And then you said, slow down. And in my brain, I actually said, I don't want to slow down. Um, but but I, I know we have to. It's, it's a challenge. I have to be intentional about that. But if I'm going to slow down, if I'm going to create a safe place to connect with my clients, it actually has to start well before their clients. And I know, Courtney, you, you're going to talk about this, where this safe mm -hmm. place, it actually doesn't start when the client sits in front of you. It begins with marketing. Right. I think it begins with how you present yourself to to the folks that are looking for you. And I'm sorry I ruined our video with choking on green tea. Um, getting crazy this morning with my green tea. Uh, so, you know, I think it starts with marketing, with networking, and showing people who you are. Because the more authentic you are in your marketing and your networking, and the clearer you are about who you are, the right people are going to find you. You know, the right clients and best fit clients are going to find you and and work with you. And then you're going to already have a little bit of a, you know, hopefully an emotional connection. And I, you know, humans are emotion driven. So we want that connection with other humans. And it helps make the relationship stickier, which can be especially nice when we go through turbulent market times and then people are grouchy about that. But if they know that they have this, you know, emotional connection with their advisor, they can sit down and say, you know what, the market is freaking me out right now. And their advisor is not, not going to just say like, well, historically, and maybe just like, you know, lead off on a bunch of statistics, which are fantastic, or, you know, historical anecdotes, which are helpful. Someone in that and that kind of state of fear, what they want to hear is, am I going to be okay? And they just want to hear the answer to that. And then you can back it up with, you know, yes, you're going to be okay. Here's my, you know, two page financial plan or whatever, you know, like you can do all that stuff. The analytical stuff still fits in there, but you have to start it with your marketing so that the right people can find you. And then in your prospect meetings, you want to show that you're you're a human first advisor, like you're an empathetic advisor. And I I love just like having, you know, just chatting a bit with clients and having um, kind of lighter conversations and asking about family and like what their hobbies are and, and stuff like that. So um, and then you're just building this base to have trust because you have to read the room like no one's no one's going to be like, I am ready to spill all my secrets to you in this very first meeting. I'm so excited to work with you. No one does that. That's ridiculous. So you're just building layers of trust each time. And it 
you know, you might have a client that's really going to struggle with opening up and it might not be till the 10th meeting and all of a sudden they just kind of drop a bomb on you about something that's really weighing on them. And that all started because you've done all of this work leading up to them being able to trust you and being able to know that they are in a shame-free environment, that they can tell their advisor anything and their advisor is not going to be like, oh, you did what now? <laughs> you, you don't want to have that environment. Right. And so you create that from the very beginning. And how you create that is should be really individual and be tailored to you and like what you're comfortable with. But you do have to put yourself out there. You have to make yourself vulnerable. Yeah. And consistently. Couldn't mm -hmm. agree more. Th those awesome. are great tips, great concepts. I'm glad you two are coming. I look forward to seeing you in San Antonio. Julie, Courtney, we'll see you Yay. in March. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Ross. So excited. The show is for general information purposes only and is not intended to provide recommendations or advice. Speak with a legal, tax, or financial advisor before making any decisions. Past performance references are historical and do not guarantee future results.